Welcome to the Foreigners and Fathers podcast, where two nerdy parents take on the quest of parenthood. This is a podcast where we will share and compare our experiences when it comes to life as immigrants, new parents, and some other things in between. Welcome to episode 20 on the quest for a birthday party! So yeah, it's it's episode 20. Uh, it's, it's quite the... I guess I was going to say mix, but I guess I should say compiled milestone because it's episode 20 it's about birthdays and uh, yeah it's it's also another episode for in which is uh uh oh i forgot what i was gonna say oh yeah milestone but that that will say that at the at the end but yeah how how you been man how how's life treating you yeah i'm okay thank you uh bruno yeah i'm okay um yeah episode 20 is um it is a bit of a milestone as you were saying um we're going to be talking about uh, our kids having uh, birthday parties uh just looking back at the first year of their life uh which for us obviously is something quite quite important and i guess in the context of the uh podcast um based on what you know what we discussed and how we view this i think that we see this as episode 20 is kind of the uh, end of the season in a way isn't it yeah that's that, that's what i meant when i said that will come later i didn't know that later was going to be immediately but yeah <laughs> that's exactly what i meant it's it's the end of the season yeah it's the end of it's the end of the season so i think that it is kind of this episode and alongside uh the the first birthday is kind of like closing a chapter and beginning a new one um and uh, um yeah it's it's really good yeah i think that the first thing to say is uh, happy birthday to nico and Nim, isn't it happy birthday yes happy birthday yeah yeah i know you guys don't don't remember this but it was probably the best birthday party that you will ever have and it will be unrepeatable and yeah, it was exactly. the most amazing memory ever there was like magic and and pirates and, and <laughs> unicorns and oh you you should have been there <laughs> yeah way to set up the uh, the expectations it's all downhill from here kids yeah uh, so. <laughs> but uh, but yeah so so obviously you know one year one year has gone by very quickly to be very cliche but it has gone by very quickly what do you think of this year well, looking back when you when you look at this year uh, that you've now uh, had name how, how how do you look at it oh man it's oof, i don't even know what to say it's it's going off so fast like obviously while you're on it it doesn't look as fast but when yeah. you are here you're like i'm already here like for example, uh, I know that Nico has one because I see I saw it on his birthday. But when you see the the frames, because because Nim has one too. When you see the frames of one month, two months, three months, that pictures. Oh and yeah, you see the pictures, how yeah, yeah. you see how much they change. You're like, yeah. wow, like, because obviously I like I look at them and I look at them and I think, oh, they're so big now. But it's kind of hard for me to remember when there were tiny little beans. But then you look at the picture and you're like, oh, yeah, they were this size. They were tiny, you know, and it's, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And and, um, something that I've noticed, and this touches a little bit on, you know, what's new 
with, with the kids. Uh, but something that I've noticed is that, for example, his face, I, I see more and more that it's turning into a little boy instead of a baby. I don't know if you have the same with Nim. Yeah, 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 yeah. And again, well, that's kind of like the thing. I didn't, like, notice... But when you see it, you're like, it has changed so yeah. much. Like, I have a picture of her on my wallet when she was a, a even younger baby. And in my mind, the picture on the wallet was going to look the same as she looked now. And I look at the picture on the wallet and she's so different. Like, her her proportions have shifted so much. Like, and you can actually, you can see now, like, you look at her and, she, and she's like, oh, yeah, she's a tiny little baby girl. She's not just yeah. a baby. You know? <laughs> yeah, and, and I, I have to say, we'll touch on these a little bit later because you, you know, the birthday parties, etc. But I have to say, uh, looking at her now, I, you can really see the difference in her development, even to the last time that, uh, you know, when I came over to yours a few months back or a couple of months back. And you can just see she's developed so much and she's so a lot more interactive. So that's really nice to see. Yeah, yeah, thank you. The same is with Nico. I'm still amazed at the fact that he walks now. Like, oh, that for honestly. me is... Yeah, yeah. The, the fact that he was like, you know what, I decided to uh, start walking. And he did. And I was like, what? So, I wish I could learn stuff so quickly. He was like, I'm tired <laughs> of crawling. Screw this. <laughs> yeah, you're still struggling hard on how to walk, isn't it? Yeah, sometimes I tripped and it's embarrassing. Everyone points and laughs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um... No, 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 but you're right, and yeah, even even with uh, Nico, you know, he was um, uh, just, he, he basically just walks now, you know how even yeah, yeah. or so, I was saying that he was, you know, still stumbling about, getting more defined on his feet, honestly, now I think, and I don't want to, I don't want to be wrong, but I think he's walking more now than he's crawling. Yeah, yeah well, definitely, yes, like... Obviously, I'm not there, but I definitely believe it. Like, I expected it, I guess, is, yeah. is the right word. Like, if you tell me that, I'm like, oh, yeah, I could tell he was going in that direction. Yeah, no, but so quickly, honestly, so, so quickly. It's, um, it's crazy. But, yeah, and then, you know, reflecting back on these years, what would you say, what are the first moments that come to your mind? Like, what are the first milestones or the first happy memories that come across your mind? Mm. Oh, you're putting me in the spot. Um, I don't know. Oh, I remember. <laughs> it's not like a, a milestone or anything, but I don't know why. I remember a lot when she was in the stage of, I'm going to start eating my feet. And she was like grabbing her feet and putting it in her mouth and oh, looking like it. a little bowl. Yeah, and she was like, yum, 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 yum. I don't know why that, that was always hilarious for me. And also, <laughs> the first time she, she did elephants, which is basically she drinks water from a cup and then she goes, <laughs> and she sprays all the water. <laughs> that one was also hilarious to me, especially because she, you can tell she's so cheeky, mate. Like, I can tell she's going to be trouble. I know all the parents say that. I know it's like a cliche. But I can tell she's going to be trouble because I can see her face when you look at her and you're like, no, not a serious no, but one of those no. And she's, she's like a cat. She's like, I'm going to do it and there's nothing you can do about it. <laughs> yeah we have that a little bit with nico he's um and apparently this is normal uh when he just after they turn one year but apparently he's he kind of tests us now 
by throwing stuff on the floor, especially when he's eating and he gets his water on the floor, like the uh, the, the water bottle on the floor. Mm-hmm. And what he does is he looks at us and he drops it. And we go like, no, no, you can't drop it. And we put it back up and we go like, no, no, you can't. And then he he, he just keeps dropping it and he just looks at us to see what the yes. reaction is. Just kind of going like, mm, what are you going to do this time? Well, still no. Yeah, I'm yeah. gonna do it again. I need to N- test it for some more. <laughs> Nim Nim is even worse, mate. Because Nim Nim, like, she grabs her cup. Like, that's also a surprise of how developed she is. Instead of, I don't know how to properly say it. This, I'm gonna say it wrong, but I'm, hopefully I'll, okay. I'll make myself understood enough. Intellectually, like, how quickly she is at interacting. Like, she's very responsive, for example. You tell her, you tell her, ah, oh, for example, I, sorry, now I'm rambling, but... She, she did a thing once that she put her, her little head on her shoulders, like, oh, and we did, ever, when she did it, every, we were eating, and everyone in the household was like, oh, it's so cute. And now, when you tell her, I'm cute, she does that. Like, she, mm-hmm. yeah, you tell her, Nim Nim, I'm cute, I'm cute. And she goes and put her head on her shoulder, and she looks at you like, wow. ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Or that for example, incredible. you tell her kisses to mommy, and she because op- Nim Nim gives kisses by opening her mouth and expecting you to put her, your nose in her mouth. I don't know why she thinks those are kisses, <laughs> but those are kisses. But if you tell her kisses to mommy or kisses to Nona, she opens her mouth and she goes ah ah, like she she's very responsive. Like it's it's incredible how smart she is. And again, I know everyone says that about their kids. But I am really surprised at how good she is at understanding what people are telling her. That is incredible. Yeah, that is really, really good. Yeah, but precisely because of stuff like that is that I know she's cheeky. Because she grabs, for example, her cup and she extends the arm over the table. So obviously she drop it, it's going to fall into the floor. So she has her arm, her arm extended, but she's still grabbing the cup. And then she looks at you and she looks at you like, am I supposed to do this or not? And you tell her, no, Nim Nim, no. So then she squints and drops it. <laughs> so obviously it's funny, but it's it's like, oh, so you know what you're doing, you cheeky little baby. Like, you know what you're doing. So right now, Holly and I are trying and failing massively to not laugh when she does a, a cute little mischief. I know, I know. It's so hard. <laughs> it is. Like, for example, she does the elephants and we're like, no, Nim Nim, no. And then she looks at us and does it again. And we're like, oh, but you're so cute, though. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. Um, yeah, I mean, when when I look back at these years, there's a few, I, I don't know exactly why, but these are the first moments that come to mind. And uh, uh, the moments is, you know, when, when we got home for the first time, uh, you know, the first few days, how we were amazed by Nico, how we were amazed by having this little person in the house. Um, I remember, I don't remember exactly when it happened, but I remember how happy I was, how joyous I was, uh, you know, the first time that he smiled, the first time that he laughed, uh, you know, basically getting an interaction out of him and basically like him noticing us and all of that. So I remember that very fondly too. Um, and I guess the other few things that come to mind is like, being amazed when he was sitting down without having to have support so just kind of being able to sit down without anything else and uh, and i guess the most recent is when he when he started walking because it was 
really amazing just watching him take his first steps and uh, I still remember <laughs> how funny it was that he basically threw a tantrum uh, a tantrum to start walking so initially no, now it's it's not like that but initially he walked the most when he was upset so he was upset started, <laughs> you know giving the first few steps um, but it was mostly because he was upset and he just wanted to, to I'm gonna away. walk it off <laughs> yeah he wanted to walk it off yeah, leave exactly. me alone daddy I'm gonna walk it off I yeah, want to be on yeah, my yeah. own Go away. Precisely. <laughs> and uh, I think it was because he was upset and he wanted to come to us to be like, to have a cuddle. Um, and uh, so I think that that's the reason why. But yeah, that's the kind of stuff that comes to mind. Those are the uh, the key moments or the key memories uh, that come to mind. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, no, but I, I definitely understand what, what you mean. I don't know. It's, it's weird how someone picks memories in a specific you know, because there's stuff that you, I mean, they do a lot of different things and there's a lot of little things that we could remember, but we do remember little specific things. Like, for example, I remember that she didn't like the first time she touched grass with her bare foot, she didn't like it. And then when she started liking it, I was like, oh, that's cute. She likes grass now. And now she's actually starting to pull at the grass. Okay, that's not that good. But <laughs> just like that, I'm sure there's like millions of things that if I sit down and start remembering. I can remember, oh yeah, and when we were on the train, and when she first grabbed her little blankie and stuff like that. But there's some things that just get ingrained. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Cool. So, so obviously the first birthday, the first year, uh, then what is very traditional you know, everywhere pretty much, is just having a little birthday party or a little birthday get together. Not everyone is able to do or is willing or wants to do it, um, but um, you have your typical uh, birthday parties. And I thought it would be fun for us to have a look and to talk a little bit about uh, the differences in traditions for the birthday parties, depending on the country and depending on how it is. Now. Some of the th these things are things that I kind of just looked up online, especially for the UK. Um, so for any UK listeners, if y if what I'm saying here is completely different from your experience, uh, do let us know, you know, send us an email, uh, tell us how it was for you when you were a kid or, you know, maybe you are a kid now, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> and just tell us how it was for you. But essentially, this is kind of a mixture between what I've seen since I've been here and a mixture of what I've looked up online as well. But essentially, the UK birthday parties, and you can tell me as well, Bruno, if this matches with your uh, experience here. But yeah. The, the typical birthday parties in the UK, they're more away from home than they're inside the home. So it's usually something that you book somewhere. So you book like a, 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 an event room, or you book an event, or you book entertainment, or something similar to that. So you kind of do it away from your home yeah um, yeah that's the same for you, you yeah, often yeah, find yeah. That. yeah yeah so it's more about organized activities so there must be something that is organized in terms of events in terms of what the kids are going to be doing some entertainment maybe some uh, people that were hired for entertainment uh, the cakes are specific they're very designed they're probably from a, a, a cake shop um, and uh, uh, and yeah, so that's more or less how I see the birthday parties here. Is, is that how you've you've watched them before as well? 
Mm, I haven't been to that many, to be honest. Yeah, especially kids, I guess. Yeah, but yeah, it, it does match what I'm what I'm aware. Uh, but I didn't know. For example, I am gonna say that I didn't know it was it was a UK thing, because in in Mexico, uh, I mean, obviously it depends. The majority of birthday parties are at home, but obviously if you can book something, like I don't know, for lack of a better actual thing, uh, the the equivalent of a Chuck E. Cheese, for example. Sure. Everyone will be like, oh, this is awesome. I can't believe we, like, we're going to the Chuck E. Cheese. And there are a bunch of places like that. They're not common. Like, uh, the majority this, this of kids... This is what I mean. This is like the typical one. Yeah, exactly. Like, the majority of kids I know were only able to go once in their life or twice. And a lot of times what that was when they were invited on someone else's party. Uh, but I am uh, familiar with the fact that people organize. But what is very common in Mexico is the birthday cakes. Like you get the signs with Elsa and with the minions and with Batman and you buy them in okay. bakeries. So I am very used to the, the, the birthday cakes having like the signs. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. Um, something else that is not exclusive to... Um, uh, uh, to the UK but it is quite interesting I found it quite interesting is that here in the UK usually the person who has the birthday then should most of the times bring cake or sweets to the place of work so if you're a kid take sweets to school or if you're an adult you take a cake to your place of work um which is uh, which i've never experienced in portugal from my perspective if there is ever going to be any cake usually it's the other people who get it or something like that so it's not seen as the responsibility of the birthday person to bring that to the place of work uh, or to school um uh, yeah, I've seen that as well. I, I find it quite interesting. Yeah, same. Uh, I, I I remember in the office, uh, what, back when I was still working in the same place you do, that people yeah. were like, "Oh, it's my birthday, so I bought some birthday treats." I'm like, "What? Shouldn't it be the other way around? Shouldn't we have yeah. bought stuff for you?" And like, "Yeah, so here are some chocolates and stuff because it's my birthday." And I I mean I mean it's really cool because it means that you're sharing your birthday with someone else. But it's completely different. I normally expected people to be like, yo, we need to pitch in because it's these people's birthday. And we're, I mean, this person's birthday. Exactly. So we're going to buy some stuff. The cake that I do know that when you invite people to your birthday party, you are the one who gets the cake. Yeah, yeah, Although, yeah. No, no, no. That, that, that's yes. But I mean more in terms of taking it to school or taking Yeah, it that was so work. weird. Like, I, I didn't really expect it. Especially because taking it somewhere else, because again, on the birthday party, we do have some things that we call bolo in Mexico, which is basically yeah. a, 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 bag, a baggie with some goods, like three candies and maybe one cheap toy, like uh, a dreidel or something. Uh, but bringing it to your school, being like, it's my birthday, so I brought everyone cookies, that was so bizarre to me. Yeah, no, exactly. And I guess, like, I don't know, probably happened to both of us is that, you know, it was our birthdays and we didn't take anything to the place of work and people thought that maybe we were being rude, but it's just like, no, we just didn't have that kind of tradition. Yeah, but to be fair, even after I knew they did it, I never did it. Like, I was five years at that company and never in my birthday I brought stuff. But to my defense, I almost never worked on my birthday. I always tried to book it off. I have that, that quirk that I never like to work in my birthday because I'm a Christmas kid. So my birthday is really close to, to Christmas. So I never went to school. So I grew up not wanting responsibilities on my job, on my birthday. 
so I so I always booked it off. I was always like, no, I'm not working. It's my birthday. So I guess that's also why I never got into the habit of actually bringing stuff. But I do know that, for example, when someone, you tell them it's in the office, they try to keep it stealthy. They don't bring stuff. And then that's what people find so surprised. Like, what? Really? It's your birthday? Because normally people yeah. make a big show about their birthdays. It's like, it's my birthday, you know? Yeah, no, no, no. I, I, I know what you mean. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I do enjoy it. I do think that it's kind of fun and it takes the pressure off of other people having to get you something or, or you know bring sweets for when it's your birthday because if you work at a large enough place it's always someone's birthday you know there's always a birthday on the team or on the department yeah. so there's always something going on like that um so you know that means that you would always have to be thinking about those people and then some people would be forgotten so i do think it's kind of more efficient if it's the people whose birthday it is to actually bring something if they want to celebrate it so i think that's fine yeah, um, no, I'm not. I'm not complaining. It's a nice no, thing. No, I know you're not. Because especially, it's also a nice way of uh, sharing. You know, it's a special occasion for you, so you yeah, want yeah, other exactly. people to feel that it's special as well. So I understand that, and it makes sense. But it was completely alien to me. I agree. Um, uh, but looking online, so there's a couple of things that I wanted to mention. The first one is just saying that apparently the average British child's birthday party costs over three hundred and twenty pounds. I believe that, no problem. Yeah, I believe that as well. Um, so so uh, that's just a figure. Um, I have no idea whether that's high or not. Like it does, you know, if I think about, oh, every year I'm going to spend over 300 pounds probably on average, especially because we're in the South, uh, just to have the birthday party for Nico. I go like, oh my God. Uh, but then again, maybe it is normal. So I, I don't really have a basis of comparison for that. Uh, and it really depends on what the kids are doing. But I could see in the same article that uh, it could very well, once you factor everything in, it could very well go up to 500 pounds. Um, so, you know, we'll see. <laughs> um, yeah, it, but... it is worrying because I, again, they do happen every year. And there's also, yeah, I know. Uh, oh, also, I remember <laughs> that Holly told me, you missed Petra's reference. And I'm like, what? And when he said about Nim, one one less birthday party than last year, that was a Harry Potter reference. It was, it was yeah. actually. <laughs> and you completely missed it. I'm like, oh. And, he, and she was like, I don't remember if it happens in the book, but it definitely happens in the movie that Dudley complains that he has one less present. And then yeah. he said, although I guess when you live with Martina, it's kind of hard to not be swarmed in Harry Potter references. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, it but, was a little bit of a reference. But, but I was uh, going to say that actually that does apply. Because imagine, like, obviously when they're older, they kind of understand that there's like big birthdays, like every five years or some, or the 18th year or something like that, or 13 because you're a teenager. But then sure. when they're little kids, they do expect every party to be at least as good as previously. So if for birthday four, for example, you take them to Disney... And then for birthday five, he's like, yeah, we're just going to Alido. They're going to be like, what? Like, what is this? Where is my Disney? <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, I, I, yeah, I think you're right. Um, uh, yeah, I hope that it doesn't continue to escalate. I don't want any, you know, birthday party inflation. We have enough inflation as it is. Exactly. Yeah, that was my, that you hit the nail in the head. That was my concern that she was going to be like, this, this has to be 80% bigger than last year. 
Exactly, exactly. Um, so, uh, but the other thing that I looked up online, and th this one, I have no idea if this is true. I don't know. I have no idea whether this is common or not. But I need someone in the UK to tell me if they've seen this, if they've experienced this, because please. So I'm going to read what it is, and it's called the bumps. So it used to be traditional for the birthday child to have the bumps. Friends would hold the child by the legs and under the arms and lift the child up and down, bumping them gently on the ground. The number of bumps given is the age of the child plus one extra for good luck. As this can be dangerous, clapping is often done instead. What? <laughs> okay. What is this? I, I, I've never it's seen the bumps, friends mate. would it's hold the, the child by the legs and under the arms and then bump them gently on the ground. I've, like, I want to know. I want to know if, if you're from here, has, you know, has this happened to you? Uh, do you need compensation? <laughs> yeah, do you need to contact a lawyer? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Call us. Um, yeah, I, it's just weird. Not, not weird in terms of, you know, it's weird because kids do the weirdest kind of stuff, but um, it baffles me. So if you've experienced it yet, do let us know because I, I would love to hear your experience in seeing this or in, you know, in, in going through this, you know, the bumps. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, in Mexico we have, it's not similar whatsoever, but it's also something that can be and is oftentimes abused, especially by other kids or, or siblings, but we call it the bite, mordida. So whenever you bring your birthday cake and you blow the candle, then you have to give it the bite and you don't cut a piece, you just bite the cake. But when you're doing that, everyone will try to smooth your face into the cake. Uh, okay, that explains a lot of internet videos. Yes, but a lot of people go ham at it and they really do slam like WWE like slammed the face paf, and it's like you end up with cake up your nose and the kids end up crying so I think it's dying down which I would expect and I hope but yeah that, that that is a thing so that's why I'm not incredibly surprised that something like the bumps exist yeah no fair enough you know in comparison with that it's probably more harmless than you know smashing someone's head on on, on a table or something so so have you seen yeah. videos about that before though oh yeah yeah like not super commonly but i guess like every once in a while you have like these youtube videos right and it's like comp compilations of like home videos or something and it's just like a kid uh blowing out candles and someone just goes like behind them and just goes like boom on, on the table and yeah I that's it. it was just be like a kid being an but in in reality it seems like it is just tradition uh, yeah now that you've mentioned it it kind of goes like okay i guess that's the reason why it's so common on those videos so it's not that every kid is an and they just remembered uh, okay we're just going to do exactly the same thing it's just because it is tradition yeah it's uh, a mexican tradition it's a mexican thing yeah. yeah 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 so that kind of explains it um yeah I mean, when, when, it, when it comes to Portugal, um, I think it's, you know, obviously the kids still have part, uh, parties and all of that. Um, but I would say it's significantly different in a way because uh, the vast majority, the typical birthday party in Portugal, at least when I was young, right? So part of this is just coming from my own experience. But it was, you know, nine times out of ten, it would be at home. 
it would be in the kids home the parents would prepare like a space like a living room or whatever uh, like a, a room or two where the kids could just like play and be entertained and all of that uh, but there wouldn't be any like uh, organized activities or any uh, uh, people specifically there to entertain or you know most of the times not even games or anything it was just like kids entertaining themselves in a way yeah um, yeah without the need for many activities um and what i remember as well uh, which is a bit of a difference to here is that there was a lot of food and most of it was homemade uh, including the cake now the cake was more of a of a 50 50 so some kids just bought like a cake like you were mentioning at the beginning bruno which is like with elsa or with a popular character or whatever uh, so most kids actually no, not most kids sorry half of the kids got those half of the kids got a homemade cake um, but uh, but a lot of homemade food um, uh, whereas in here I feel like it's more like crisps and all of that at least for some of the food um, but yeah sweet and savory things I guess a very traditional one to have at least where I was when I was growing up and at least in my area was to have a chocolate mousse um, that was very very typical and uh, to be honest like the parents just came around and they left the kids there so there, there was obviously the parents of the birthday child supervising but most of the times there weren't many parents around parents just dropped by left the kid and then moved on um, and yeah so that that's kind of what I remember from uh, uh, birthday parties in, in Portugal when I was growing up yeah same pretty much it was there was a mix of savory and, and sweet it was very homemade, like you said, and yeah. uh, it's usually also very because you're feeding a big amount of kids, even if it's not huge, but it's more than you normally do. So it's usually yeah. parents either ordering, you know, like pizza or going to McDonald's, for example, ordering a lot of McDonald's or Pizza Hut or doing something cheap like a tuna pasta salad for oh, uh, yeah, tuna pasta salad is nice. It's a classic, isn't it? <laughs> uh, so tuna pasta salad for like dinner and having like soda and stuff and then yeah. you have the cake and yeah 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 Those exactly games. yeah exactly you sing happy birthday you have the cake and then everyone's go home so yeah it's very similar in that respect i mean portugal portugal and mexico yeah yeah no i know what you mean so what about what about any specific traditions in mexico i mean you have some specific traditions yeah 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 well, i mean i've been to nim's birthday party yeah so i know that you have some specific traditions well there's also obviously there's the piñata which da it's like the yeah. typical and this is a lot of, i'm gonna i did for some reason my ignorant brain thought that everyone knew how a piñata works and then when i was explaining everyone was so like what because what you do is okay, you. Okay, so I think you should explain how. It yeah, goes. exactly. <laughs> so what you do is you hang the piñata, right? And either two people hold them, or just you ha you tie them to one end and you pull the other like a pulley. But the thing is, you're supposed to try to move it and swing it so that the people cannot hit it. Like you're supposed to make it hard for them to hit it. They're not just supposed to hit it and that's it. So you line up in a queue. Usually it's from smaller to to taller. And you give the kids a chance to hit the piñata. It usually comes with a song. I didn't sing the song in Nimnim's birthday because they and no one knows it. But it comes with a with a song, and the song itself is a timer. And actually, older kids get blindfolded, 
and other kids not only are blindfolded but you also spin them around so obviously you have to give them a wide area because they're going to be swinging what is usually a, a broom handle very hard to try to hit the piñata i was gonna say yeah yeah you need to be, be far away yeah you do give them your the area so they try to hit the piñata and then when they hit it it breaks and a bunch of candy falls into the floor and it's a free-for-all it's it's fortnite in there and by that i mean it's a battle royale like people just dive <laughs> not really they dive into the floor and try to select which candy they got they like best and then it's a whole thing of pride. You're like, oh, look how much candy I got. Oh, you only got this much. Oh, sorry to be you. Like, you, it's also a competition to see who gets the most candy. And there's always kids that want to have a piece of the piñata. Um, uh, for example, when you have the piñatas that are, look like a star, with it's a ball with little cones. I remember the oh, tip yeah, the was like... nine-pointed one, isn't Yeah, it? the tip was like to grab one of the cones and put all the candy in there and use it like oh, a bag. Nice. Yeah. And some traditionally... Now they're more like paper mache, but traditionally they were made of, of clay. So when the piñata breaks, you really do hear the crash because clay. Wow. Yeah, it's like a pot, basically. You get to feel like Link in Zelda just crushing I'm pots. I'm guessing that was a little bit dangerous. Yeah, it was. Like, the amount of times that I dove into a piñata just to cut my hand in a piece of clay. Uh, but, hey, it's preparing you for life, man. It's all it's all training. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I told Holly that that was the point, moving the piñata so that people couldn't hit it. And she's like, what? That's that's cruel. They're yeah, supposed I, to I hit it. I didn't know that either, to be honest. Yeah, I um, know. No one knew. I'm like, no, no, that's, that's the point. Because also, especially, think about it this way. If you don't move it and the first person to hit it break it, Everyone on queue is screwed over. They didn't get to hit it. So I guess. Oh, so you're saying you're saying at the end of the day, it's it's um, it's fake, but it's not fake. Well, it's it's you plan it for who you want. To oh no, 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 not exactly. No, no, no. I mean, obviously there are some people that might make it so that the birthday person like they swing yeah. it less or anything. I'm pretty sure it happens, but no, it's not the idea. Uh, you're supposed to swing it equally. It's fun. It's the fun of. Seeing them like swing really hard and miss, I mean, like whoa, whoa! It's like a a less <laughs> a less cruel version of uh, a bullfight, you know? Is the oh, sure, you miss, sure, swing sure, and a sure. miss, swing and a miss, and obviously that also makes it so that when there's an, an actual hit, everyone's like whoa, because you did hit it, and they're like, oh, is it gonna break? Is it not gonna break? So it's it's just add to the whole party environment. Uh, so that's the most traditional of traditions. Yeah, and I heard I heard that um, there's some debate about the origin of the piñata. Like that was one of the most surprising things because I, you know, when I was looking it up, apparently there's debate whether there's some Chinese origins to it because they do have a Chinese, like they have a version of a piñata in China or something. Yeah, I heard, I heard about, about it. This. I heard about it. And to be honest, it also matches with... There's a, an old theory, which I don't know how much it melts into conspiracy theory. But there's an right. old theory that way back when uh, there was trade between China and uh, Mexico. Well, it wasn't Mexico yet, but the, the Aztecs yeah, or whoever it was. Because, for example, there's a lot of uh, Asian... And again, I don't know how much is conspiracy theory or not, because I just read it like once or twice ages ago and I didn't do a proper deep dive but this theory it said that there's a lot of Asian jade in Mexico and a lot of Mexican jade in China because both cultures like jade a lot and there's a lot of people like native Mexicans that you look at them and they do look Asian 
It's actually a running joke in Mexico to call someone Chino, which means Chinese. Not as in racist. Oh, okay. Not as in racist thing, but it's just because there's a lot of native Mexicans that do have like almond eyes and stuff like that. So it's it's worth looking into it deeper to see if there was a connection there and if the piñata does come from there, which to be honest, China has its tendrils everywhere with the Silk Road and everything, so I wouldn't be incredibly surprised that they did manage to to bring some traditions. Also, I found out the other day that uh, Mexico had like one of the first little Chinatowns in the American continent. And oh, really? Yeah. Apparently, after it became Mexico, it became like a hot pot of people migrating. It also had, I think it was 1,200 samurais that came over and became mercenaries for the Mexican government. And they got oh, special wow. permission to carry their katanas in the street. Yeah, it was really interesting. So I'll see if I can find the story for the, the resources as long yes, as... Yes, please. Along with a good a good video of a, of a piñata birthday party so that you guys can get the idea of what it is. But there's yeah, also yeah, yeah, yeah. another unofficial tradition for Mexican birthday parties. And I know I'm eating all of the time, so I'll try to be quick. But no, this, no, 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 go for it. This unofficial, There's a lot more traditions in Mexico than there are in Portugal when it comes to that. This unofficial tradition is when your kids are very young, so I guess we'll, we will say before five, the party is not for the kids, it's for the parents. I will have to preface, I don't like this tradition and I don't plan to partake it, but it usually is you go to the office and you're like, hey... Uh, Pedro, you have a, and it's funny because Pedro is a very common name in Mexico. So, uh, <laughs> you have a, you have a kid, right? Yeah, I have a, I have a kid. He's about between three to four to five. Yeah, about three to five. Okay, perfect. My kid is having a birthday party. You can come. So that is the excuse. It's the excuse for the parent to invite oh, people. Right. So the, I so the, the kid is in his own birthday party, and I say his because I guess I'm a male, so it's in their own to be more correct. It's in their own birthday party. And they don't know half the guests because half the kids are the childs of the parents, friends and co-workers. So you don't know half of your... That never happened to me, but it is very common. So there's just a bunch hmm. of kids running around and the birthday kid doesn't even know who they are. They're just kids that, again, they're about their age. So that is very common for small kids in Mexico to happen. And obviously there's a lot of like drinking from the adults like they're drinking the corona and they're having tacos and they make like a whole carne asada which is a mexican version of a barbecue so they make a party for the adults with the excuse that is the kid's birthday i don't know if i'm explaining myself yeah no no, no. i know uh, yeah i understand what you mean so it's almost like it's an excuse to get together but the kid comes like second when it yeah. comes to like and his enjoyment exactly yeah. and they do get a cake and they do get presents so Probably the majority of the times that I attended those type of parties, for me it was difficult because I don't like interacting with kids that I don't know. Or, well, it was difficult because I felt like I don't know anyone. This is very awkward. But maybe there are kids that are really good at making friends, for example, and they don't even notice, and that's how they make friends. So don't get me wrong, they are having enjoyment. But the party is not themed around them. It's just a party, and they were the excuse for the party. But there is cake, there is piñata, so all those things are present. But it's not like it's not like what I want to do, which is like, okay, what do you want for your birthday? Do you want like a, a bluey birthday, or do you want um, a little pony birthday, or do you want to go to a pool? It's more like we're just planning a party, and you're the excuse for the party, you know? Yeah, interesting, interesting. Uh, I don't think that that happens that much in Portugal. Usually, it is very kids focused. 
Um, so, so yeah, interesting. Yeah, it is very common, and it's also incredibly common that it's on a weekend, so on a Saturday or on a Friday, and they last proper into the night. So you have a bunch of kids already like their equivalent of drunk and passed out, just like on chairs and stuff, incredibly tired and being like, Ugh, I just want to go home and go to sleep because they're exhausted after a whole day of partying. But because it's just 8 p.m., the, par the parents are still drinking and eating like their tacos and chatting. So the parties don't end until like 11 p.m., 1 a.m. <laughs> so yeah, it's just another party, basically. Yeah, I mean, we, we have parties like that where the kids are just having fun and they stay until quite late, but that's usually adult parties that the kids attend rather than kids' parties that the adults attend, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, what about what about those little um, lollies, you know, the ones with the beer? Oh, the beer. Oh, well, that is not for birthday only. That is just traditional Mexican candy. So to add oh, context... Yeah. It was specific for... No, no, no. To add context, uh, I bought a... Uh, there's an online store here in the UK that sells some Mexican goods. And I love this lollipop, but it's in the shape of a beer mug, a traditional glass, like, tankard, I would say. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's like, citric flavor, and it has some fizz to it, so I loved it. But Holly was like, you cannot give this on a birthday party, on a kid's party, she said. I'm like, why? She's like, because it looks like beer. You're fermenting drinking. And... I didn't say it at the moment, but now I'm thinking, I mean, we live in the UK. Everyone openly says they're going to the pub at 3 p.m. on a Friday. <laughs> so I don't know what yeah. she was concerned about. But but I ask everyone that had kids, uh, are you OK if I like do this this candy? And people were like, yeah, no, that's fine. And uh, so I did the, the candy and everyone was like, oh, this is actually really good. But yeah, that's it just. Is. Yeah, I tried it and it was really tasty. Yeah, but no, that's just a traditional uh, uh, Mexican candy that I'm able to eat because a lot of the lollipops that we have in Mexico are covered in chili. Uh, as you saw, the, I gave you one candy that had. It, it doesn't even have chili, it just has spices. It's the tamarind yeah, no, I one. I didn't care for it. Yeah, and you're like, this is spicy. And I'm like, no, no, it's not. Believe me, I can't give you a spicy candy. That is nothing. But if you ever see online, just Google react to Mexican candy. And there's a lot of different like Irish people react or kids react or Japanese people react to Mexican candy. And they're always like, why do Mexicans put pain in their candy? So, yeah, it, it is very common to have all lollies covered with chili, uh, chili powder. Uh, so this one, the, the beer one, the beer one is one that I can partake in, too. And I actually like it quite a lot. Yeah, no, the beer one was really tasty. Uh, and to be fair, like, the other one was tasty as well. I just don't understand why it had to be spicy. Why it's an acquired it taste, tasty to be honest. Sweet? Yeah, it's an acquired taste. Like, I always complain, because in Mexico there's a lot of, like, fruit stands on the street. There's people in a cart selling, like, mango and stuff. And everyone always puts a lot, like, they cut the mango, and it's the sweetest, juiciest mango you're seeing. And then they cover it in lime juice, and then they cover it in chili powder. I'm like, why are you ruining a perfectly delicious smooth mango with pain? But yeah, that's Mexico for you, man. Yeah, I wonder if, and I could be completely wrong, so I don't want to be, you know, confident white guy about this, but I, I do wonder if it's because of a history of, like, antibacterial stuff. Maybe it killed the bacteria or prevented bacteria from forming. Like, when you didn't have a lot of 
other more modern methods available and then it just stuck as a tradition uh, i might look it up but um i wonder if it's because of that it's uh, a good theory it's a good theory uh i don't know entirely the i cannot give you a, a, an estimate if that is correct or not because i'm not even sure it cleans the the food i don't think it does i think it's just an irritant so i don't think okay but it's a good theory, just I, I, as far as I'm aware, adding an irritant does not clean the actual... Maybe it keeps animals off of it. Maybe, uh, or maybe it was just because back in the day, Mexicans didn't have much to eat other than corn. And corn in itself doesn't taste like much, so you wanted to that's add true. a spice, which you add chili, which is what you had in hand. Yeah, that's fair enough. But yeah, uh, those are so, the traditions. What about you? you? You know, I know you said that Portugal doesn't have that many, but it has to have well, some, I've right? Well, I've already kind of talked about the uh, the traditions, but that's you know we would just play the same the games that I think are common everywhere, like hide and seek, and uh, you know that um, uh, what's it called the, the thing that was popular by the uh, Netflix show Red Light Green Light. Ah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh -huh. I don't know if it has a specific name here in the UK. Uh, in, in Mexico, we we'll just call it stoplight. Stoplight. Yeah, in Portuguese, you call it. Uh, well, I guess. Yeah, I never thought about this, but we call it um, dois, três, do chinês, which literally translates to one, two, three, little monkey of the Chinese. Okay. Uh, Chinese little monkey, but it's not even Chinese little monkey because it's not the monkey that is Chinese. Is the monkey is owned by a Chinese person? So yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we just call it. I mean, we don't call it stoplight. We call it semaphore, but that means stoplight. That was. Oh, that is basically red light, green light, then. Though, yeah. Isn't it? Because it's it's like that's a, that's what a traffic light is. Anyway. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, traffic um, light. But no, so we play mostly these games. I remember doing a lot of that. I remember doing a few treasure hunts, um, and uh, wearing some like paper hats. Um, but that's things that are common across most places. I can't think of anything that is very, very specific to uh, Portuguese uh, birthday parties, to be honest, when I was a kid. Um, but I remember having always a good time. I just don't remember, you know, there's no pinata uh, or, you know, that kind of candy. Well, that candy you said it's not for birthday parties, but you know what I mean. I don't remember having that kind of stuff. Yeah, and no, I, I distinctly remember, because also there's two types of piñata. There's the one that is covered with candy, and it's just candy. And then there's the other one, okay. although that one is more Christmassy, I would say, because we also have piñatas for Christmas uh, parties, which will go into... Oh. Yeah, I think we need to go into our traditions of the country, just like with the traditional British. I think we should do our traditions of our own country, so that I can explain what I'm talking about. But we also have piñatas when it's come to the Christmas celebrations. But that one is more more filled with fruit, and obviously I don't mean like an apple or an or a banana that is gonna squash as soon as you hit it. But it has, for example, peanuts. It has tangerines. It has cane sugar. It has some guayabas. Uh, so oh, guavas. Sorry, that's that's the English name. So yeah, but that, now that I remember, yeah, those are more for Christmas, not for not for birthday. Birthdays do have always candy. And, oh, See, well, that's another thing. Like, I'd never heard of a piñata for Christmas. Yeah, well, we have a lot of parties coming to Christmas. Uh, it's a whole thing. It's like basically all of December, there's a lot of different parties. And, oh, okay. And yeah, I'll go into more detail because it's a, it's, a, it's a really nice thing. But it's one of those... It also has this... Not dark, 
but against this side that I never understood that is basically all tied with religion. And I was thinking mm. the other day, huh, that's how, for lack of a better term, so I don't want to offend anyone that is religious, but that's how you get indoctrinating into a religion. Because you start taking part of it without even knowing what you're doing. Uh, but yeah, there's a... Am I crazy or did you... Was it something similar that we also mentioned for the uh, British traditions? I think so. Maybe. I'm not entirely sure. I think I already said it, but I don't even remember if I said it in an episode or I said it in, in personal maybe I'm just talk. Maybe deja vu. Yeah, or maybe I, I mentioned... If only it. we had recorded it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ah, snap. Yeah. But yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that, that later. But yeah, we have piñatas, not just on birthday. That's another, another neat uh, trivia for you to know. But yeah, those are pretty much the only birthday tradition. The bite, the the piñata. Oh, and something that is lot. something that is very quote-unquote common as well is if you're not going to have a party, your parents take you to the beach. Like you... Oh. Yeah, like you go to the beach. You're like, okay, this year you can have like a birthday party or we can go on a holiday on like a weekend so that you can go to the beach. So that's also a very common thing, an outing. A beach, beach outing for your birthday when you're a kid. Okay, interesting. Uh, I do remember like one tradition. I don't know if this one is specific to Portugal or not, but it's uh, you're meant to take one of the candles that is on top of the cake. You should go under the table, bite the candle and make a wish for the next year. Oh, wow. No, no. Ah, okay, I guess, I guess that one is specifically Portuguese or, you know, I don't know if specifically Portuguese, but it's I, I don't think it's that common anyway. No, it's not, but uh, that but sounds yeah, really fun. to do that. Yeah, you, you just take a candle that you've just uh, blown out and then go under the table, close your eyes, bite the candle, make a wish, come back out. Mm. No, in Mexico how yeah. it works is you're supposed to just blow the candle. Well, you make your wish first, then you blow the candles, and if you don't manage to blow all the candles, then you're screwed, your wish is uh, wasted. Because you're supposed to be able to blow all the candles out, and you're not able to say what you wished for, because then it won't come through. Do you think do you think that our life is still dictated by the wishes that we failed to make when we were kids? Probably. And now that I think about it, that means that I'm gonna buy just number candles for Nim Nim. So instead of putting five candles on the cake, I'll just put one that has the the shape of a five. <laughs> just to make her future easier. Yeah, just give her a little advantage in life, you know. Yeah, and you know, thinking about br mirrors that we broke and all of it, maybe we're still suffering from like seven years of bad luck and they're just cumulative. I mean, I used to have two and you have one black cat, so we're probably screwed that for like three lifetimes over by this point. <laughs> yeah, it's worth it though because of the cat, so yeah. Take it. And talking about those traditions, do you think you're yeah. going to like enforce some and by that i mean like are you going to prepare them like are you already looking at candles that nico can probably bite without like tasting awful or you have an idea of where are you throwing the parties like what do you do to prepare for a birthday party and obviously the first one was very small but what are ideas that you have for like number two number three Oh, I don't know. That's too much pressure. I don't know. I barely know what I'm going to do tomorrow, let alone in a year's time. But, <laughs> but um, yeah, looking looking at this year and how it was like, I'm not too precious about like that kind of tradition, which I only remembered one. Um, so and you know, I never really saw much sense in it. Um, it's not like a piñata, which is fun for everyone and etc. Um, for this year specifically, you know, it was a smaller birthday party uh, because. We 
we had been traveling. I think I've mentioned that I, I was in Sicily to um, in my sister's wedding, and we actually traveled back to the UK the day before we wanted to do his birthday party and we, the day before we did the birthday party. So it kind of left us with not much time in terms of preparation and we also didn't want the stress of having to prepare within 24 hours our house to receive people but i guess it was in our house so that's something that is a bit more traditional and i i'm not like i said i'm not precious about it one way or another but and it's not even about saving money but i think you can have some good fun at home if you have the space if you have the patience in terms of having a birthday party for the kids and I don't think that you necessarily need to do something outside. I actually think uh, that going outside, it may be a little bit more for the parents' benefit than for the kids, because it's easier, isn't it? You don't have to think about cleaning everything up. Uh, it's a limited amount of time, so you don't have to worry about kids staying longer than they're meant to. They're not breaking anything in your house. So I, I can see the advantages, but uh, for me, I've, you know, I've always experienced it at home. Uh, so I guess I would follow, in that case, a little bit of the Portuguese model, but I'd probably mix it up a little bit. Um, but yeah, for this party we had food for the babies. Um, I remember, I remember that during the birthday party, like Nico was going to eat the cake, and everyone was around watching him, and he just started, he just started taking pieces of the cake and he started putting them in my hands. Do you remember? Yeah, 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 yeah. He just, he just kept driving piece of the cake, going like, okay, here's a piece of the cake. Yeah, you take it, daddy. Yeah, take another one, take another one, and he just kept putting cake that he was destroying and he was putting it in my hand which was hilarious everyone loved that um, um, but yeah I mean that was really fun in terms of preparation uh, it's always a little bit complicated about who you're going to invite or not because you don't really want to offend anyone and uh, sometimes like I know that for for my case I ended up regretting not inviting some people which I think I should have invited but then there's other people that I didn't invite and it made sense not to invite them uh, specifically like you kind of have to manage between uh, people that uh, have the kids uh, people that don't have kids and you have to think about as well you know out of the people that you're inviting are you are, do you think that they're actually going to enjoy it do you think it's going to be uh, an obligation for them that they feel they need to attend even though you're just kind of trying to make it more inviting and in that case should you even invite them so there's a lot of considerations it's like it's it's crazy how many things you you might have to think about when you're inviting people to go to your kids birthday party you know and then it's like is it nursery kids is it all the kids that they know what about kids that you don't even know their parents but you think they might like you think that that you, your kids might get on with them yeah but you don't even know so there's so many things. Well, that's also like sometimes, for example, thinking about when they're older, are you going to invite their whole family or are you just going to... Because I'm thinking, for example, in primary school, right? Are you just going to have a chat and tell them, drop your kid at three and pick them up at five? Or are you going to tell them you're invited to stay? You... Uh, I think I'm going to do it, drop the kids, pick them up again at this time. Uh, but I also think that, I don't know, maybe some parents aren't comfortable with that. I don't know. In Portugal, parents were comfortable with that. But I, I get the feeling that here people are a bit more cautious and going like, 
I'm leaving my kid for two or three hours in a stranger's place that I've never met. So I don't really feel comfortable doing that, which is probably the reason why people do it outside as well, outside their homes. So it's a bit, it's a bit hard to say. Um, I think I would like to say to parents, just drop them off and pick them back up. But I, I know that some people like some family and maybe some of the parents, we would be like, yeah, of course you can stay. Um, and uh, uh, and yeah, but more like unofficially. Um, so I, I don't know, I guess it'll be a bit of a mix. We'll see how I feel at the time. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's also the fact that do you want to like... Uh, take care of all those kids on your own you know it's a big responsibility yeah. so i was thinking oh maybe i can ask some of the parents to stay <laughs> yeah maybe but i think like fortunately in that aspect we do always have a few people around us that um, that usually do stay and all of that so i think that will be fairly comfortable in that sense but like i said we'll see how it goes we'll see how it goes um, yeah but but yeah and in terms of preparation you know we had some invites and we did follow a bit of a theme uh, which was elephants because nico ever since he was very young he loved elephants and he had like this snuggled blanket that was about elephants and he's always loved them uh, i think re most recently he hasn't been that into elephants so i think it was a, a phase as much as a baby can have a phase but um, i think like at the moment he's very much into Pikachu for some reason. Yeah. Just loves it. He has a stuffed Pikachu that plays sound and he goes crazy with it. So who knows? Maybe next year it'll be about Pikachu. Um, but uh, I'll mention some more things later. But uh, how did you prepare for your for Nim's birthday parties? Well, we basically I just bought food and that was what's happened on this one. Uh, and I didn't think of a theme much. Uh, I don't know if the future ones I am going to or not. Uh, right. But the preparing was mostly, let's see, let's make sure that everyone can can eat. That was the... Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the actual... Which I would say you accomplished. Oh, thank you. I hope so. <laughs> yeah, for sure. There was a lot of food. Yeah. A lot of good food. Yeah, it actually ended up having more food than I had expected. So I ended up having to eat like sausages and stuff after. Yeah, I it was good. It was it was good. I enjoyed it, and it's just a matter of uh, I don't know thinking of subjects. I think we're gonna have to wait for her taste to develop more to think if we're gonna be thematic, or if it's just yeah. gonna be like a birthday party. And so I yeah I, no, fair enough yeah what about I, I think music? that's it. What about music? Oh, this time... You, because I, you had some music around. Like, do you like it? Do you not like it? I liked what it. What music I do you to, think it's good? I try to think enough, like, happy-go-lucky music. But obviously right now it was more for, like, for me. It's just in a happy party kind of music. But obviously next year is going to have to be... Oh, wait, maybe not next year. Or maybe it will. I don't know. Some kids like music uh, since an early age. But I think I want to do what ever she will like so if she has like a pref a favorite artist a preferred artist or a, or, a, or a genre or even songs that she plays all the time so i managed to know which songs there are i think i'm going to take advantage of technology and try to do like a playlist of the songs that i know she likes of the artist she likes yeah that's what i'm thinking as well yeah 
Yeah, yeah, no, that's fair enough. Um, and one thing that is not exactly environmentally friendly, but it you kind of have to do it, is just getting disposable stuff for a lot of different reasons. Um, and, uh, uh, you know, just getting your paper plates and cups and all of that. Um, because otherwise it would be very complex yeah in terms of cleaning in terms of dangerous in terms of falling in terms of breaking so yeah 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 definitely so that that is part of the preparation as well is just getting all of that kind of stuff so the invites the theme uh, if you're going to have a theme the music playlist um, getting the disposable stuff getting the cake whether it's homemade or not so there's a lot that goes into it I, I guess it's not surprising that as you get older you plan fewer and fewer for yourself and you just start preparing it for your kids because like no one has the patience to prepare like three or four different birthday parties a year <laughs> yeah no definitely not no one has that that time it's not yeah but uh, I mean it's 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 a shame because even this year I I remember thinking no I don't need uh, to get a lot of, of paper plates and everything. And then I was like, no, I definitely need to get a lot of paper plates. So uh, it's just something that I guess it's, I don't know how to, to properly say it, but it's a, a necessary evil, I guess. So yeah, there's a lot of things that have to come into, because for example, this year, even though we didn't have a theme, we did do some decorations and not that much, but we did do like some balloons here and we got the pin the yeah. pin the tail on a donkey game, for example. Oh yeah, that was that was good. That was good. I mean, the kids were too young to appreciate it, but I think it's going to be nice once they can. Yeah, exactly. And uh, we basically did it because we knew there were going to be a little bit of older kids as well. So we that's yeah. also why we did it. But yeah, it's it's the it's things that you have to prepare. I will say like at least a fortnight in advance if you want to have like a good party and I don't mean good as in fun you can have a good party without any preparation but I mean as a well-organized party oh you probably need even more isn't it if you're thinking about like getting custom invites or just getting the invites sending it out to people oh well people yeah to that's also that like a month and what month and a half in advance <laughs> yeah that's also another thing it's uh, uh, I forgot about the invites we we obviously did the invites didn't we um, yeah we had to go online and check uh, everything make sure that it was like uh, find one that we liked so yeah yeah exactly exactly so there's a lot that goes into it and you need to you know warn people in advance we actually just got the first invite for one of the nursery kids that you know is is part of Nico's class or something and she actually sent an invite on his bag or something and uh, we have no idea who this baby is we have no idea who these people are and we got an invite to go to the first birthday party of this girl and I'm like okay it's an adventure I guess you know we'll go to that party and then I'll report whether you know they were doing the bumps or whatever they were doing so <laughs> but how, how did that happen so we got home and in Nico's bag, there was an invite. So there was a little bit of a piece of paper that said, you know, you're invited to so-and-so's birthday party. 
and you should um, you uh, you know it's on this date can you please RSVP to us which I think we haven't done yet so that, that reminds me that we need to RSVP but yeah there was there was an invite saying yeah can you please can you please let us know and I have no idea how it got there I, I you know it can't have been the parents putting it in every kid's bag now I am curious as well which I don't know like did they tell the nursery people to put it in the bag I'm guessing so did they specify or did they invite everyone every kid yeah i have no idea like does this girl and nico get along maybe who knows that's something that i may or may not ask them depending on how approachable they are which i don't know (laughs) if they are or not yeah but uh yeah okay well i I guess the thing is if it was just uh, uh let's invite everyone in general that 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 is a little bit less like i don't know i i thought of myself like hmm now I don't know if I want to go to your party. <laughs> but I think it's going to be nice. I think it's going to be our first experience meeting someone that we've never met before and it's all because of Nico, which, you know, it's going to be interesting. So I'll report back without naming names, of course, but I'll report back to say how it was. Perfect. But, you know, in that kind of theme, obviously, you know, we've talked about the type of parties, we've talked a little bit about uh, how we prepared for our one, etc. So going more a bit towards the end of the party and the part that the kids are going to enjoy the most, which is the gifts. Yes. Right? Yes. So how many gifts you get them, what type of gifts and all of that. So um, let's start with the first question. So what do you think is appropriate in terms of amount of gifts, both from you, both from, when I say you, I mean you and Holly, uh, in terms of family, in terms of friends, like do you think that everyone has to bring a gift, so, so what are you, or do you think that's spoiling the kids, or what do you think generally? Uh, well, I would like to, to think that gifts are more of a, I don't know how to say it, an extra, you know, I don't like them to think that they're the main crux of the party. Also, the, I know for this occasion, at least us, we were cheeky and we did ask for some presents that might be beneficial to us, not just toys. If there were toys, they were like learning toys. But we also asked for, I think it was like a, a pyjama bag. I forgot how they call them here, a sleeping bag. Which, by the way, that's another thing that is not common in Mexico. I don't know in Portugal, but I've never seen anyone put a baby in a bag until I got here in the UK. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know if that's a UK thing or if that's a modern thing. I think it's something that is a bit more modern. I don't think it's specific to the UK. I think it's just something that's developed recently. Oh, okay. But yeah, basically, I the gifts, I don't know, I will guess it's... Now, especially, again, with technology, there's gift lists, but that's also very awkward because you don't want to put something really cheap on something really expensive and force them to be like, oh, this is really expensive. So, I don't know, it's weird. I don't have a set rule for gifts. Uh, if people want to bring, bring gifts, that's really good. If they want to bring something homemade, for example, that is something that is very appreciated as well because it means that they took the time. So, it's, it's always been yeah. a little bit awkward. I remember when I was a kid, I did feel embarrassed if I wasn't the kid that was bringing like the best present, you know? Uh, right, okay. I don't know why, but I always wanted to be the kid that had like the best present. It's like, yes, look, my I brought you the newest like He-Man and it's like the one that can do 360 backspin on its own and stuff like that. But I don't <laughs> want Nim's party to be like that. I want to be more about her hanging with her friends and the gifts are just like something secondary. 
So I don't know what to say about budget, especially because the way we're going, there's probably not going to be any gifts. It's going to be like, nah, if you show up, if you're able to pay for the boss or the gas to show up to the party, that's the gift. Because inflation is through the roof. Yeah, I'm, I'm not against that. Like, I don't have a specific requirement for people to bring gifts. And I remember that when I was a kid as well, I remember getting a lot of gifts. Not, not just me, but I remember going to parties and seeing a lot of gifts that, honestly, they were just crap. Like plastic crap and, uh, you know, just something very small and just something very minor. And I remember that one year it changed in my mind and I was like... Uh, but this was when I was in my teenage years, mostly. And I remember thinking, like, well, instead of offering eight different crappy presents, why don't we all get together and offer a very good one? And I have always preferred that that uh, uh, that approach approach to it. Um, yeah, because it just feels like it's something that maybe they really wanted or something that is uh, really important for them. Um, and, uh, you know, it's not eight shiny new things, but it is one amazing new thing. And I remember thinking that about like getting together with a friend or two and getting like maybe some uh, console games or whatever it was. Uh, so I remember that. So for me, it's more about the quality and it's more about the intention behind it. Uh, I'm definitely not opposed to, you know, having a, a, a homemade gift or something like that. I, I think there's a lot of thoughts that go into that. So I'd really prefer it in, in a way. Uh, some of my favorite gifts that I still have to this day to work because they were homemade. Exactly. Um, and, uh, you know, for example, uh, looking at you, Elliot, when you got me that, um, uh, Elliot got me that um, uh, party pixel art for our D&D party, and that's amazing, and I'm always going to Yeah, exactly, like exactly. So, no, I, I agree with that. I think that's, that's the way to go. Uh, I don't want to even give it much thought into, okay, what are you going to do with presents? Because I don't want them to be... Uh, the Crocs, you know, I don't want them to be yeah, the, the exactly, linchpin on exactly. the party. I just want it to be an extra. I want the party to be like, for example, I do want to have piñatas on every birthday party. Obviously, if Nim grows bored out of them, then that's fine. But that is something that okay. it's a, yeah. a nice activity. Everyone can bond. Everyone does get something out of it. It's not just a birthday kid. So I think that is a little bit more of what I want. But obviously, I'm not going to say no to gifts. And I know kids do like getting gifts a lot, not only because they're kids and they like toys, but also the activity of getting a present does show it's like, oh, people like me. So I'm obviously not going to be. Because yeah. I also know there's a lot of new parenting that are saying, let's do giftless birthday parties. I don't want to go that far because, again, I, I know that getting a gift is nice. So I don't really want to go that far, but I don't want to put too much pressure or attention to the gift side of it. Yeah, no, I agree with you. And touching on that a little bit, in terms of the types of gifts as well, um, like, is there any type that you prefer? Is there any type that you feel is more appropriate? Because you, we've, you've touched on that a little bit in terms of educational and all of that. Mm, I don't know if there's anything that I think is better. Um, I th is there anything you think is worse? Um, I think uh, for little kids at least, I, I, I'm gonna talk based on experience. I hated getting clothes. Oh, <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Yeah, I was like, oh, everything but clothes. Give me like a board game or a video game or a toy, not, not freaking clothes. I think, like you said, those, those presents or those gifts are more for the parents, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. The kids just go like, oh. Great. Unless it's something that they actually really wanted. Yeah. I also, what I don't want, I'm not against it in any way, shape, or form, 
but uh, well, no, that's that's lie. It's kind of complicated because I want to say I want to break out of the stereotype. So I don't want because Nim Nim is a girl for everyone to just bring her dolls, but not bring not bring her like an action man, you know? Because maybe she wants an action man. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's when giftlets uh, come into the question because you can give an idea. But the problem with gift lists, like I said before, is that I don't want to put pressure into the guests to get the stuff on the gift. So I, I do want to do gift lists to make it like a suggestion or an idea of what is it that yeah, you can get. Yeah, I think, I think it's good. I think it's good. I think like you give a lot of options. Like if I remember something as well, is like it gets tiring just thinking about what am I going to get the kid. And having a gift list, it just takes a lot of pressure off of it. As long as you don't say it has to be the something from the gift list and everything in the gift list starts at £100. And as long as you don't do that, then I think that it's good. As long as you just have to remove that pressure but the gift list i think is quite nice uh, also to make sure that there's no repeat gifts and all of that um, so there's definitely some advantages there yeah exactly but i do prefer i do prefer wooden gifts i think that they're becoming very trendy nowadays and i do prefer uh, so, you know the, the the wooden gifts like wooden toys and all of that and i do wants to avoid plastic especially like cheap plastic um that one that just kind of breaks after one use or something like that so uh, anything plus for wooden toys anything less for plastic generally speaking uh but yeah so that, that, that's, that's kind of how, of how i see it but there's a lot of importance as well and there's a lot of good things about kids just spending time with parents and that can be um, very important more than the gifts is about the the whole experience and that's something that they might not appreciate when they're young but as they grow older they'll appreciate more and more is just the time that you spent with them on their birthday and what sort of things you did together and how much it meant to you yeah and i, I mean i do if you now that you mention it i don't want to like have a specific or anything but i do want to to ask for deductive or well i don't know if that's a word in english detective yeah no i completely oh, uh, didactic didactic yeah uh, is that how you say i have no idea now i just confused us more but things that you can learn like yeah yeah didactic yeah like science i don't know why i'm having such trouble saying me too word, but yeah, yeah yeah like science experiments yeah like science experiments or or i remember one of the best presents i ever got it wasn't even my birthday or something my mom just gave it to me because lol <laughs> but she got a a book of science experiments that i could do on my own i must have been like nine or something and it was those type of stuff like how to light a light bulb with a potato or make a volcano with clay and freaking powder and lemon or vinegar and those type of stuff so i kind of want to do the same with nim nim because i know that they're very they can be very fun uh, i i hope she she shares the passion that a lot of kids do for learning so i i really want yeah. to and I, that's something that I was very looking forward to, to do. I don't know if you remember, but in one of the previous episodes, I said that I was looking forward to getting that subscription service that gives you a box with like sciencey stuff, like how to engineer yeah. a water pump yeah, or something. Yeah, that rings a bell. Yeah, so that's that's something that I will prefer. Like if, if there was going to be a thematic uh, birthday request, it was going to be that. Bring something that is not just a toy, but something that you can use to like learn and discover, you know? Yeah, fair enough. 
Brilliant. So I think that that's a good look at the their first year. It's a good look at how it was, you know, what the highlights were, what the different traditions were across different countries and what to expect a little bit for the future and what's important to us. So I think we covered a lot of ground. Um, so I think this is a good place to leave it as, as, as we are. Yeah, I agree. I think this is a good stopping point to look into the future. Um, I don't feel that much pressure to finish the, the episode today because, like we said, it's the season finale, so it's... That's true. It's uh, it's okay if it's a little bit longer, and don't worry, the season finale just means that we're going to take one week break, and uh, it's, it's not going anywhere, so next week, if there's no episode, don't panic, there's nothing wrong, we're just taking <laughs> a, a break... I think it's time for the, the goodbyes. I, I did the intro, so do you want to do the outros, mate? Yeah, yeah, sure. That sounds good. So, um, so as usual, check the description of the episode for any relevant links, um, any resources um, about today's episode. We've mentioned quite a few things, so we, anything that we've talked about where we feel it's relevant to leave a link, we're going to leave it there, so check it out. Um, as usual, follow us on social media, um, uh, on Facebook and Twitter at the moment. Follow us there, you know, uh, if we post anything, please you know interact with it so we know that you're there um, and then uh, write to us and this is the most important part uh, write to us at contact at foreignersandfathers.com uh, tell us if you have any funny stories about birthday parties um, like that you had uh, uh, when you were growing up um, did you have you know how was it for you did we say something here that was completely different from your experience did you find anything curious about what we said uh, how it was in our country so let us know about how it was for your own birthday while you were growing up um, and uh, please please remember to subscribe uh, to our podcast and leave us a review on your favorite podcasting app because that really helps us um, and like uh, Bruno uh, you were just saying uh, the next episode uh, is not coming out uh, in next week but in two weeks time uh, we're taking a little break as we call these uh, as you said uh, different seasons so this is the end of season one um, so we're now entering a new chapter we have a few ideas about some of the stuff that we're going to do add a little bit more mixture and a, a few different things about uh, what our format is going to be like uh, so stay tuned uh, for that and in two weeks time the episode is going to be about myths traditions and legends and i'll leave it at that so you can feel curious about listening to that one um so uh, without anything else i'll uh, see you bruno and i'll you know your listeners can listen to us in about two weeks time yes thank you so much for sharing all this time with us thank you thank you for your time thank you for your time today and uh, uh, you know uh, it was lovely speaking to you as always yeah as always and i also want to to give a special thanks to listeners who might have either just started or been there since the beginning it's really been an amazing adventure doing this for us uh, it's uh, it's in all honesty, it's lasted more than I expected. I usually don't last this long doing projects. I abandon them really soon. Uh, it's part of my nature. So I really want to take an extra time to say thank you to, to the listeners. And uh, so always, Pedro, thank you so much for, for taking your time to, to share this with me and to, to keep these logs for the future. Uh, enjoy our little uh, season finale holiday, mate. And I'll see you on the next one. Yeah, thank you. 
Yes, you in the next one. Thank you very much, Bruna. Have a wonderful time. You too. Bye. Bye.